aware you were going 40 miles an hour? This is a residential area. Sure, but I'm on my lawnmower. Wait, am I getting a ticket? No, I've just never seen anyone top nine miles an hour on one of those bad boys. And mow their entire lawn in 30 seconds? What got into you? Well, it did fuel up at Sunoco this morning. At Sunoco, we know how to fuel peak performance. We've been doing it for American racing for over 50 years. Fuel your best. This NASCAR season, every member of the Toyota Racing Team is doing their part to take the trophy home. Like 6th grader Melissa Kowalski, who changes true to true X on every true-false quiz she takes. All my teachers are Martin Truex Jr. fans now. Keep up the great work, Melissa. To accomplish greater things this year, everyone plays a part. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. The following is a production of the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Nice and clean, execute our race for a thousand position. Got to be there at the end. Yep, copy that. Have a nice, smooth day and got to be there when it counts. The Motor Racing Network presents NASCAR Live. Denny Hamlin will go back to back. Newman flipping across the start finish line. Martin Truex Jr. dials the bottom. Slide job across the nose. They're both in the fence. Chase Elliott scores the 2020 NASCAR Cup Series Championship. NASCAR Live is brought to you by Hercules Tires, right on our string. And by Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief, the official pain relief cream of the Motor Racing Network. Blue Emu is family owned and manufactured here in America. It works fast and you won't stink. From the MRN Studios in Concord, North Carolina, here is your host, Mike Bagley. Hello, everybody. Welcome in to this week's NASCAR Live. Mike Bagley and the entire MRN crew here with you, and we are so glad you are with us. We've got a special show for you this week. We're going to take you back through the entire 2020 NASCAR Cup Series season with our annual Road to the Cup. Let's get things going with Speed Weeks 2020 at Daytona International Speedway. The roar of NASCAR engines broke a 12-week off-season silence as the Cup Series rolled into Daytona Beach for Speed Weeks. The festivities kicked off Sunday, February 9th, with pole qualifying for the Daytona 500, setting the front row for the Great American Race. How good is this lap for Ricky Stenhouse Jr.? Checkered flag is out. Stenhouse will go to number one easily at 194.582 miles an hour. Ricky Stenhouse Jr., who lost his longtime ride at Roush Fenway Racing during the offseason, gave his new team their first Daytona 500 pole. Then it was time for the annual Bush Clash exhibition race, a wild 75-lap scramble with five cautions dealing damage to all 18 cars. In the end, a driver caught up in three crashes persevered to win. Teammate behind him, Eric Jones leads. The front of his race car is missing. Checkered flag in the air. Eric Jones by half a car link will win the 42nd annual Bush Clash at Daytona. In the week between the Clash and the Daytona 500, NASCAR revealed a new name for the championship trophy, the Bill France Cup. As Daytona Speed Weeks rolled to Thursday, the flag flew for the Blue-Green Vacations Duel at Daytona qualifying races featuring a little less crash than the clash, with caution flying only once in each of the 150-mile clashes. Joey Logano won the first duel, and William Byron took the second, as the starting lineup was set for the 62nd Daytona 500. After a gorgeous week in Central Florida, rain clouds moved in to plague Daytona 500 race day. 
forcing NASCAR to postpone the Great American Race until Monday. And the green flag is in the air from the outside lane. Ricky Stenhouse Jr., the pole sitter, he'll grab the top spot. At three hours and 42 minutes, the 62nd Daytona 500 turned out to be the longest on record. Through nine caution periods, crashes eliminated many in the field of 40 cars. Oh, trouble back straightaway, Brad Keselowski gets turned, and the field is flying apart. In overtime, Ryan Newman and Denny Hamlin led the field to the green. Checkered flag is waving at the start-finish line. Who will get here first? Newman down, oh, he's going to get turned. Ryan Blaney, Denny Hamlin across the line. Denny Hamlin will go back-to-back. Newman flipping across the start-finish line in a, an amazing finish. Hamlin won back-to-back Daytona 500s in the second-to-closest finish in 500 history. But concern for Ryan Newman darkened Denny's celebration. A violent crash right short of the start-finish line. Ryan Newman's car got turned head-on into the outside safer barrier. Car went straight up into the air, flipped wildly. When it was coming back down to earth, it was absolutely tattooed by another car passing. Newman's car upside down right now at the exit of Pitt Road. Newman survived the vicious crash, finishing ninth in the 500 and spent the following week recovering in a hospital just blocks away. We've got more of the Road to the Cup straight ahead. And now a game of commercial chicken brought to you by Progressive, where we see how long flow can go without talking about insurance. Ready? Go. Okay, so um, did you see that game the other day? <laughs> the refs, right? I mean, come on. They were totally out to get us. <laughs> that always happens to our, to our team. <clears throat> Drivers who switch to Progressive can save big. Okay, you win. We can't help but save customers money. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Wheeland designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Wheeland product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Wheeland is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. It's our annual Road to the Cup, and we've got more next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Hi, folks. Mike Bagley here. At MRN, we rely on equipment from Racing Electronics. Joey Logano to the lead on the back straightaway. Racing Electronics has scanners and headphones. We can listen to every uncensored conversation between driver and crew. And when we need live audio, in-car cameras, and up-to-the-second statistics, use their latest handheld unit called Legend. To learn more about these products and many others, visit RacingElectronics.com. Racing Electronics, the official two-way communication partner of MRN. For children with chronic medical conditions, Victory Junction means friends, fun, freedom. That's because we provide a medically safe environment where kids who live in a world of hospitals and doctor's visits can laugh, play, and discover all they can be, all at no cost to their families. Victory Junction inspires confidence, builds self-esteem, and changes the life of every camper who comes through our gates. Find out how you can change a child's life. Go to victoryjunction.org. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Thank you so much for joining us on this week's NASCAR Live. Let's get back to the road to the cup. Having diagnosed a head injury, doctors recommended Newman take a break from the cockpit of the Roush Fenway Racing Ford until fully recovering. In the meantime, Xfinity Series driver Ross Chastain would take the wheel. 
The following week in Las Vegas marked the debut of a new aerodynamic package for the NASCAR Cup Series. It promised closer, more exciting racing and delivered. As race winner Joey Logano testified. It's intense. Um, it's very intense. There's a lot of uh, big blocks, a lot of runs coming, a lot of contact, a lot of pushing and shoving, just uh, crazy out there. On March 1st, NASCAR revved up near Los Angeles at the Auto Club Speedway of Southern California. SoCal native Jimmy Johnson started second in his final run at his home track with Clint Boyer on the pole. 31st time we have raced here at the Auto Club Speedway. Green flag is in the air and we are underway. Johnson would lead portions of the race and was in the hunt for a top finish most of the day. But the driver of another Hendrick Motorsports Camaro stole the spotlight. Here's Alex Bowman now, battling back on the bottom into turn three. It's Bowman out front. He drove on to lead 110 of 200 laps. Clean racetrack out the front of the race car. Here comes Tucson, Arizona's Alex Bowman up off turn number four. He'll look to the starter stand, checkered flag in the air, and Alex Bowman has won the Auto Club 400. For Johnson, the day ended with a top ten as the seven-time champion brought his Chevy home seventh. The Fan Shield 500 at Phoenix Raceway would give fans a preview of the season's championship race, and it certainly whetted their appetites. As NASCAR's new low downforce aerodynamic package kicked up the excitement. They're going to stay three wide. Logano on the inside. You've got Harvick in the middle. Joey Logano rallied back from a broken jack during a late race pit stop and challenged Desert Dominator Kevin Harvick for the win. One more shot by Harvick. It will not be enough. And for the 25th time in his career, Joey Logano is going to Gatorade Victory Lane. Harvick, Kyle Busch, Kyle Larson, and Clint Boyer completed the top five. Following the clash at the Desert Jewel, the NASCAR Cup Series teams had Georgia on their minds and the super fast 1.5 mile Atlanta Motor Speedway. As race weekend approached, the red flag came out on the season as health and safety became top priority amid a growing global pandemic. April 30th was a day to celebrate as NASCAR announced the plan to get back on track and the intention to host 36 races by the second week of November. An aggressive plan started with a doubleheader at one of NASCAR's oldest venues, Darlington Raceway, slating the first race title as the Real Heroes 400. A return to racing also brought the return of Ryan Newman who climbed back into his Ford Mustang for the first time since the horrific crash in the season opener at Daytona. Another driver working their way up the leaderboard. Last time down the front straightaway, passing not one, but two cars was Ryan Newman. Ryan Newman has now found himself up to the 12th position. Newman, a driver, very good here at the Darlington Raceway. As stage one was winding down, it appeared Jimmy Johnson was going to grab the green-white checkered flag. Race leader Johnson off two, looking inside of the lap car. Chris Buescher, oh, he's sideways. Jimmy Johnson spins off turn number two, slides into the inside wall down the back stretch. The spin relegated Johnson to a 38th place finish on the day. Kevin Harvick scored fourth place finishes in each of the race's first two stages. But as the laps wound down, he was out front. Up off turn number four, clean racetrack out of the windshield. Shannon Bednarik puts the checkered flag in the air and Kevin Harvick wins the Real Heroes 400 at Darlington Raceway. The teams would return to Darlington just three days later to run the Toyota 500 for what would be the first Wednesday Cup Series race since July 4th, 1984 when Richard Petty scored his 200th victory. To set the starting lineup, NASCAR inverted the top 20 finishers from the Real Heroes 400, putting Kevin Harvick 20th on the starting grid. 
and his team struggled early on. We mentioned Denny, ha- uh, I'm sorry, Kevin Harvick a little earlier, who had not exactly been picking him up and laying him down in the early laps. Harvick still back in the number 15 position after starting 20. Well, the pit crew did a nice job, gained a couple of spots on that pit road exchange. So we'll see if Harvick can take care of the fenders as he's going to come to the Geico restart zone in heavy traffic in the middle of the field. As the race was coming to a close, Mother Nature started to affect the strategies teams were planning. Well, that had to be a tough decision to make. You know you have to take tires, and fairly soon, but there is there is weather in the immediate area, and it's just a, a series of little pop-up cells that they blow in here, and they blow out over there. Clint Boyer scored back-to-back stage wins on the night, but Darlington Raceway has been known to reach out and grab you from time to time. Boyer's out of shape. He slaps the outside wall, gathers the car in, comes down across the apron. With time running short and rain threatening, the intensity cranked up. Hamlin will hang on to the top spot. Here comes Chase Elliott. He gets turned hard into the inside wall. Kyle Busch got into the left rear corner. Chase Elliott spins down and pancakes the inside safer barrier. With 20 to go, the rain made an appearance. We just got word from NASCAR. The Toyota 400 or 500 rather has been called because the rain is falling again here at Darlington Raceway. That means Denny Hamlin has won the Toyota 500 on a pitch strategy call and a little help from Lady Luck. Denny Hamlin takes the win here at the Darlington Raceway. The win was Hamlin's second since the season opening Daytona 500. The next stop on the return to racing schedule was a pair of home games at the Charlotte Motor Speedway. First up was NASCAR's longest, the Coca-Cola 600, where a late caution pushed the clash into overtime, driving the distance to over 607 miles, the longest in the history of NASCAR. When pit road opened, leader Chase Elliott came in for service while most teams stayed out. Brad Keselowski's Miller Lite Ford inherited the lead coming to the green and held off Jimmy Johnson to score the win. I think there's like five majors, at least in my mind. You got the Brickyard, Darlington, of course, today, Tona 500, here the Coke 600, and the Bristol Night Race. I, I kind of think of those as the major races. And, you know, now I only got one left. I won the other four, and need to win Daytona 500. It's probably the biggest major. Johnson came across the line second, but failed post-race inspection. NASCAR and Tropical Depression Bertha delayed the second race for 24 hours but the green finally flew over the 500-mile contest. After seeing victory slip away earlier in the week, Chase Elliott took the lead for the first time with 28 laps to go. You know, we we battled hard and finally got our car uh, good enough there at the end. I'm not sure that we had it exactly perfect, but, um, you know, guys did a great job uh, making good adjustments and and good pit stops there to put us in a position. And I think the race going along played into our favor uh, as compared to what Kevin had to work with. After eight races were complete, Six drivers, Denny Hamlin, Joey Logano, Alex Bowman, Kevin Harvick, Brad Keselowski, and Chase Elliott qualified for the playoffs as the series struck out for Bristol Motor Speedway. The NASCAR Cup Series teams packed into the tight confines of the Bristol Garage and the green flew in Thunder Valley on May 31st. Brad Keselowski started on the pole, but it was Chase Elliott who swept the stages in Tennessee. With five laps to go, Elliott battled Joey Logano for the lead. The two tangled, opening the door for Joey's team Penske teammate to slide through and score his second win of the year in the Food City Supermarket Heroes 500. Wild, wild day. Glad we were able to win it. Uh, But geez, so much beating and banging. Oh my goodness. We've all been cooped up in our houses too long and came to Bristol and 
took out some aggression, I guess. I, I don't know. Returning to the scene of his first cup victory, replacing the late Dale Earnhardt in 2001, Harvick dominated Atlanta Motor Speedway and secured his 51st career victory, 12th all-time on the NASCAR win list. For, for me, it, you know, this, this place is, is, uh, is pretty special just because of the fact that, that this is where I got my first win. And, you know, for, so for, for me coming back here, it brings back a lot of memories. It brings back a lot of, a lot of things that we didn't really know how to celebrate on that particular day. And, you know, I think as, as you look at being able to go back and, and win another race here and celebrate the life of Dale Earnhardt, everything that he meant to our sport in the right way each time that we're able to come here is, is obviously pretty special for me. Really proud of everybody on our first side for More of the Road to the Cup is coming up. You might think your old vehicle is nothing more than a piece of junk, but to children in our racing communities, your vehicle can help them live happier and healthier lives. Join others in your community. Put your vehicle to good use and donate it today. It's easy. We'll pick it up for free. Act now to have your car, truck, boat, or other vehicle towed and auction off. You'll get a tax deduction, and the NASCAR Foundation gets the proceeds all for the kids. Call 844-NASCAR-9 today. That's 844-NASCAR-9. For more than 80 years, Detroit Diesel has been the legendary driving force powering Freightliner and Western Star trucks across North America. Through our state-of-the-art Detroit technologies and components and safety systems, we've earned our customers' trust as a reliable business partner dedicated to improving their bottom line. It's no wonder they continue to depend on Detroit to keep them safe and efficient on the road. When you demand it all, demand Detroit. It's our annual Road to the Cup, and we've got more next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Jeff Gordon has come from virtually nowhere. He's one of NASCAR's all-time greats. For the 93rd time in his career. A pioneering champion. Be at the right place at the right time. The kid who took on the good old boys and changed NASCAR. We started to go toe-to-toe from Earnhardt. MRN presents a 10-part podcast series that traces Jeff Gordon's rise to NASCAR legend. Jeff Gordon, the colorful career of the Rainbow Warrior. Available now at MRN.com and your favorite podcast source. The 1993 Cup Series season had more than its fair share of twists and turns. Dale Earnhardt and Mark Martin had a problem here yesterday, got together. That's Dale Earnhardt. He shouldn't have even been messing with me in the first place, and so I flipped the script on him, and what does he do? Wipe us out. Here's stories you've never heard before in a 10-part series called the 1993 season. So Dale comes over and I said, what did Mark say? He said he wouldn't talk to him. So Mark goes on to win four races in a row after that. You can download it for free on iTunes and at MRN.com right now. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Welcome back to NASCAR Live. This is a special encore presentation of the Road to the Cup. The teams had a short three days to prepare for the next whistle stop, a midweek battle under the lights at Martinsville Speedway for the Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief 500. Martin Truex Jr. started fifth and struggled to find the handle on his Toyota. But when it counted, the team adjusted on the car throughout the night. 
giving Truex the chance to win back-to-back races at Martinsville. White flag in the air. He'll take it and set sail for turns one and two. Final lap around Martinsville Speedway. What a commanding performance it's been in the later stages of this race. Nobody would have thought at the start of this race this would be the case, but Martin Truex Jr. smoothly into three for the final time. Two in a row here at Martinsville. Four of the last six on short tracks. Martin Truex Jr. takes the Sirius XM Toyota to victory lane tonight in Martinsville. Next up, NASCAR invaded South Florida and hit the track at Homestead Miami Speedway. The weather looks gloomy as drivers buckled in, then quickly unbuckled. After a short delay, Denny Hamlin started at the front of the field, his fourth straight pole at the 1.5 mile track, but just four circuits later, the caution flew once again. And we're gonna go under the caution flag. There was a lightning strike within 10 miles. Green again, the clash proceeded in fits and starts, hampered by spins and lightning alerts. Finally, the weather cleared and the green flew, but as the laps wound down, the man who was out front for 137 laps would take the checkered flag. Here comes Denny Hamlin against the outside safer barrier, keeps the car clean, checkered flag in the air. Denny Hamlin wins the Dixie Vodka 400 at Homestead Miami Speedway. Hamlin notched his third win of the season in South Florida, then was Alabama bound. Weather seemed to stock and troll NASCAR all the way to Talladega Super Speedway. Rain poured down causing the race to be moved to Monday and setting NASCAR up for a historic moment. True to Talladega form, the 2.5-mile super speedway delivered a thrilling finish. Off four for the final time, racing back to the checkered flag. Blaney out front. He's got to throw the block. He does. Diving down to the inside. Here comes Eric Jones. Here comes John Hunter Nemechek. They're crashing at the line. It is Ryan Blaney by seven one-thousandths of a second over Ricky Stenhouse Jr. After the roar of engines had ceased, Bubba Wallace took a quiet moment to acknowledge the NASCAR family for rallying around him earlier in the weekend when many in the garage believed a hate crime had occurred, which thankfully, investigations confirmed untrue. That was a lot to uh, take in there. I didn't know how big it was until I stood on my door, nearly seeing the whole damn garage standing behind us. That was, uh, that, that spoke volumes, so. Uh, From the southeastern cool. U.S., the series headed back to familiar stomping grounds in the Pocono Mountains, but with a new twist. A double header at the most unique of NASCAR tracks, Pocono Raceway. Strategy came into play, and the race fell into the hands of Kevin Harvick. Kevin Harvick in front of Denny Hamlin by five seconds. He has been runner-up here four times. He's looking to erase that right now here today. It came down to Harvick versus Hamlin on the final lap. And the good news for race leader Kevin Harvick, there's not a lap car in sight. Free and clear traffic into turn three for the final time. Has five car lengths over Denny Hamlin in second. It's Harvick off turn three for the final time here at Pocono. Exiting the corner, he'll see the checkered flag go in the air. And Kevin Harvick wins the Pocono Organics 325 at the Pocono Raceway. With race number one in the books, it was time to make NASCAR history with a second cup race in a single weekend. Race two at the Tricky Triangle featured an inverted top 20 from Saturday's finish. For Denny Hamlin, a damaged Toyota seemed to struggle for speed. Denny Hamlin still not in the top 10. He's currently 11th. Kim Kuhn, is everything okay with Denny Hamlin's race car? Well, they do have a minor issue on that last restart. He got into somebody's rear bumper. Winless Kyle Busch was hoping to pick up his fourth victory at Pocono, 
but the NASCAR champ's bad luck continued on lap 74. Back under the caution flag, this for the sixth time for a crash of the 22nd place driver. Off turn two, headed to the short straightaway, and that driver, Kyle Busch. Issues notwithstanding, Hamlin and team applied a little strategy to get the best of Kevin Harvick. Well, they ripped off a great stop, a two-tire stop for Denny Hamlin. Will it be enough? Waiting for Kevin Harvick now to come across the line. This is big. Harvick across the line, headed to turn number one. Where's Denny Hamlin? Denny Hamlin comes off pit road. He is entering turn one, but he is not quite up to speed yet. Here comes Harvick. He's got Joey Logano in front of him. He's also got the machine of Ricky Stenhouse Jr. And it looks like Hamlin may have pulled this one off and will come off pit road with the lead. In a roll reversal from race one, Hamlin led Harvick on the final lap. It was the perfect pit call that put Hamlin out front, and then Denny took it from there. Off three, final time, checkered flag, waving at the start-finish line, and Denny Hamlin wins the Pocono 350. The first doubleheader was in the books, with Kevin Harvick and Denny Hamlin as the clear dominators. NASCAR's traditional Daytona Speed Week's 4th of July clash moved in 2020 from one crown jewel to another as the team rolled into Indianapolis Motor Speedway. And once again, it was a Harvick and Hamlin battle stealing the show until Hamlin blew a tire with seven to go, handing the victory to defending winner Harvick. You know, our, our goal is, is to be competitive on a weekly basis, and, and usually that stuff will, will take care of itself. As the series headed to Kentucky, no one could have guessed how the contest would play out. But it all came down to the final restart with two to go. As the flag flew, Martin Truex Jr., Ryan Blaney, and Kevin Harvick took off. Then, rookie Cole Custer took the high line in a daring four-wide pass for the lead and snookered the three veterans to take the checkered flag. It was Custer's first NASCAR Cup Series victory. As the summer stretch wore on, NASCAR's Elite Series arrived in Texas. A whopping 29 lead changes and one big crash, multiple restarts peppered the final laps with Austin Dillon holding off hard-charging veterans Joey Logano and Kyle Busch. At the final green, teammate Tyler Reddick tucked in line behind Dillon to finish 1-2 for Richard Childress Racing. It's MRN's annual Road to the Cup, and we've got more still to come. Hey, this is Steve Post, the postman with MRN, and I love a good night of sleep. Check this out. The price on a premium queen MyPillow is only $29.98. Go to MyPillow.com, choose the proper level of support you want for your pillow purchase, and it will show up on your doorstep. Save $40 off the regular price of a queen-size premium MyPillow. There's no limit on this $29.98 offer. Kings are only $5 more. Use promo code MRN at MyPillow.com and be sure to click on the radio listener special square. These pillows won't go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want, and they maintain their shape, and they're made in the USA. It's the lowest price ever, and they make great Christmas gifts. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special square, use promo code MRN, or call 800-893-0986. That's MyPillow.com, click on the radio listener special square, use promo code MRN, or call 800-893-0986. Don't delay. Order today. It's our annual Road to the Cup, and we've got more next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. When you're on the go, missing the side-by-side action at the racetrack isn't a problem. Here comes Logano on the high side. He drives it deep into turn number two. Motor Racing Network brings the NASCAR race to you, wherever you are. 
so you don't miss one lap of the excitement. Denny Hamlin has won the 61st edition of the Daytona 500. You are the man, DH. The power of radio to the imagination of the listener. Tune in to the Motor Racing Network. Visit MRN.com for an affiliate list in your local area. Check out MRN.com for a podcast series called The Tough Trucks of NASCAR. 25 years and still trucking. We'll take you back to some great races. Here they come. They're crashing in the back at the line. Mike Skinner wins it. Some wild moments. Brendan gone gets turned around and slams hard into the inside retaining wall. And the stories that go with them. We lost the championship, but there was a lot of ugly things that went on behind the scenes. Ended a lot of friendships, actually, to this day. Download the shows for free on iTunes and at MRN.com. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. Thank you for joining us on this week's NASCAR Live. We're rolling through the 2020 NASCAR Cup Series season with this year's Road to the Cup. Just four days after Texas, a Thursday night race at Kansas Speedway helped keep NASCAR on pace to finish the full schedule. Denny Hamlin, who was coming off three straight disappointing finishes, was a contender all night long. Boy, separation among the top two, a matter of inches between Truex and Hamlin. Here comes Denny diving down on the apron. Truex will throw the block and hold on to the lead. Trouble in right turn now, number three, it is Ryan Newman. One lap to go at Kansas. Denny Hamlin, Brad Keselowski, and Martin Trix Jr., the top three. The Cinderella season for Denny Hamlin, less than a lap away from putting another notch in the belt. Keselowski put Hamlin to the test time and time again over the closing laps here tonight at Kansas. Each time Denny Hamlin had the answer, he's headed for the checkered flag. Boy, what a season it is turning out to be for Denny Hamlin. Final time off turn four, headed to the checkered flag, and for the fifth time this season, Denny Hamlin is a winner, picking up the victory tonight at the Kansas Speedway. The first race in August took NASCAR Northeast to New England with a bit more than lobster on the line. The Foxwoods Resort Casino 301 at New Hampshire Motor Speedway featured 23 lead changes, 18 courtesy of Denny Hamlin and Brad Keselowski, with a 2012 champ leading 184 of 301 laps to notch his third victory of the season and the 33rd of his career. Michigan native Brad Keselowski rolled into his home state hoping to keep his mojo intact with a double header on the weekend docket. Kevin Harvick flexed his muscles in the Irish Hills where the Stuart Haas Racing Ford had been a fixture at the front of the field, claiming two of the last three clashes. For Harvick, the debut of the choose rule loomed large through the final five restarts leading to a late race duel with Kyle Busch. Nearly make contact, they do. Kyle Busch goes way up, bounces off the safer barrier. Kevin Harvick goes to the lead. It came down to an overtime restart with Harvick in charge. Comes Brad, one more shot off turn number four. He's not close enough. Dominant year after year. Dominant today. Kevin Harvick comes across the line, and he will pick up career win number 54. He has won the Firekeepers Casino 400. The Consumers Energy 400 was part two of the Michigan doubleheader and took the green with an inverted top 20. Harvick began to pull away, but one final challenge remained. Does Hamlin have anything left? Drives deep into the corner, goes to the outside, but it's not going to be enough on race leader Kevin Harvick. Denny Hamlin's got a full head of steam. Here he comes on the back bumper of Harvick. Hamlin looks to the inside. Harvick blocks. Checkered flag in the air. And Kevin Harvick wins the Consumers Energy 400 at Michigan. As the traveling road show headed back to Daytona to run the infield road course, no practice, no qualifying, took on a whole new meaning. 
NASCAR's most popular driver was tapping his experience from two previous road racing wins with an impressive drive around the 3.6-mile circuit. I don't know that we can express what we're seeing here. It's just been flawless for the driver of the number nine Chevrolet. Final time through 13 and 14. Hamlin is there all over the back end of Chase Elliott. It's going to be a drag race. Chase Elliott by a half a car length. Denny Hamlin right there will not be enough across the line. And Chase Elliott has scored the win in the Go Bowling 235 on the Daytona Road Course. From Central Florida, the accelerated season sent teams north to the first state of Delaware for another grueling doubleheader on the Monster Mile, Dover International Speedway. By the end, there was no doubt who would tame the monster. Here he is up off of turn number four. He'll indeed see it checkered flag in the air. Denny Hamlin wins the 51st annual Dryden 311 at the Monster Mile. Hamlin led 115 laps and paced a 1-2-3 finish for Joe Gibbs Racing. As day two at Dover unfolded, and with the regular season rapidly drawing to a close, intensity among drivers for the final playoff spot was intensifying. Kevin Harvick has put on quite the clinic here this afternoon at the Monster Mile. He'll come up off two and onto the back straightaway, and for the final time, Kevin Harvick is going to blow them all out of the water this afternoon in Delaware. It is complete and total domination yet again for Kevin Harvick. Final time off four, checkered flag is out. And for the seventh time in 2020, Kevin Harvick is a winner. He picks up the win here at Dover in the Dry Dean 311. The NASCAR Cup Series wrapped up the 2020 regular season back at the World Center of Racing with the rescheduled running of the Coke Zero 400. Well, it all comes down to this, the regular season finale tonight under the lights on the high banks of Daytona where anything can happen. Inside 10 to go, Tyler Reddick and Kyle Busch tangled in a heated battle for the lead. Reddick shoots on out with that Chevrolet. He will slide up in front of Kyle Busch all the way to the outside wall. Kyle Busch in the wall. With two to go, it was big trouble again at Daytona. A tremendous move by Joey Logano gets him to the lead, and they're four wide. Hamlin on the bottom. Logano in the middle. He gets turned, and they're wadding it up in turn number two. Swept up in the late race melee, Jimmy Johnson's bid for an eighth championship evaporated in a heartbeat. In overtime and under extreme pressure to perform, William Byron held off a charging Chase Elliott, Denny Hamlin, and Martin Truex Jr. for his first career NASCAR Cup Series win. William Byron trying to win and clinch a spot in the playoffs to the line. Checkered flag in the air, and William Byron and Chad Knauss win the Coke Zero Sugar 400 at Daytona. They will go playoff racing. With Daytona in the books, 16 drivers were set for the 2020 NASCAR Cup Series playoffs. We've got more of the Road to the Cup coming up next. Rusty Wallace here for Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief. This pain cream is the official pain cream of NASCAR for a reason. It works fast and you won't stink. There's no messy, greasy, nasty feel or any stinging or burning here. This is pure pain relief. Don't run your engine on Octane 89. Get the good stuff and meet me in Victory Lane. Blue Emu works fast and you won't stink blue emu maximum pain relief the official pain relief cream of nascar are you ready to help children forget about their serious medical conditions so they can just be a kid then support victory junction which is the dream of late race driver adam petty who wanted to build a camp where children concentrate on fun and laughter not illness or disability 
At Victory Junction, kids enjoy ziplining, horseback riding, swimming, fishing, all in a medically safe environment, all at no cost to the camper. What do you say, Richard Petty? Let's do this. Learn more at victoryjunction.org. It's our annual Road to the Cup, and we've got more next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. Citywide to countryside. Whatever you drive, wherever you go, Hercules Tires has the value, selection, and industry-leading warranty to get you there, no matter where the road takes you. Go to HerculesTire.com. There you can find the nearest authorized Hercules retail location to you. Plus, you can use the tire tracker to find out which Hercules tire fits your vehicle the best. That's HerculesTire.com. Hercules Tires. Ride on our strength. Hi, folks. Mike Bagley here. At MRN, we rely on equipment from Racing Electronics. Joey Logano to the lead on the back straightaway. Racing Electronics has scanners and headphones. We can listen to every uncensored conversation between driver and crew. And when we need live audio, in-car cameras, and up-to-the-second statistics, use their latest handheld unit called Legend. To learn more about these products and many others, visit RacingElectronics.com. Racing Electronics, the official two-way communication partner of MRN. Wayland would like to congratulate Austin Sindrick and his number 22 Team Penske pit crew for winning the 2020 NASCAR Xfinity Series Championship. They are the Wheeland pit crew of the week. Crew chief Brian Wilson, front tire changer Ryan Flores, tire carrier Jesse Mills, Jackman and tire carrier Pat Gray, rear tire changer Greg Donlan, and fuel man Andrew Lackey. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Wheelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, and trusted to perform. Now, back to your host, Mike Bagley. This is a special presentation of Motor Racing Network's Road to the Cup. The NASCAR Cup Series playoffs officially kicked off in Darlington, South Carolina, as the round of 16 squared off at the track too tough to tame for the Labor Day weekend classic, the Cookout Southern 500 at Darlington Raceway. Very uncharacteristically cool evening here on Labor Day weekend in South Carolina. Traditionally, temperatures around triple digits. Humidity also around triple digits, but not today. Martin Truex Jr. and Chase Elliott dominated the lady in black, but with 15 laps to go, the duo tangled in a battle for the lead. Martin Truex Jr. dials the bottom. Slide job across the nose. They're both in the fence. Heavy hits for both Truex and Elliott. Can they keep going? They are still rolling down the back straightaway, trying to come up to speed after walloping the wall in turn two. As Truex and Elliott shot down pit road, the equally dominant Kevin Harvick took the lead. Boy, Harvick appears to be somewhat off the pace, and Austin Dillon is there. Here they come, racing back to the checkered flag, and Kevin Harvick is going to get there first. Oh, but a matter of inches over Austin Dillon. Well, this is one of the most prestigious races in our sport, and obviously uh, everybody in our sport knows the history that Darlington has. Uh, for, our, for our sport, so anytime you can win here is pretty special. Harvick's eighth win of the season also locked the number four Stuart Haas racing team into the round of 12. From Darlington Raceway, the series moved to the three-quarter mile Richmond Raceway for the Federated Auto Parts 400. Kevin Harvick and Joey Logano lined up side-by-side -side at the start with Harvick taking the early advantage. Round one, NASCAR playoffs set to go under the green flag and to deliver that green flag, 
the Secretary of Defense, Mark Esper, waving the green flag, and we are underway. Kevin Harvick's going to get away quick. As the contest unfolded in the Commonwealth of Virginia, Rochester Hills, Michigan native Brad Keselowski advanced from the ninth starting spot to ultimately take the lead on lap 121. Down the back straightaway, they come into turn number three. Lap traffic ahead, the Brennan Pool machine. Keselowski may not need it. He drives under Joey Logano. We've got a new leader. And it is Brad Keselowski. He takes the race lead for the first time tonight. The Penske Ford driver faded from the front of the field briefly, only to retake the lead with 48 to go and never looked back. All he has to do is get through turns three and four, back on the accelerator cleanly, and the checkered flag is in the air. Brad Keselowski wins the Federated Auto Parts 400 at Richmond Raceway. A solid win for Keselowski. Yeah, this car was really strong, uh, and I really got in a great rhythm uh, out on the racetrack. You know, you got to get a really precise rhythm for how you get around here, and uh, they were able to find that uh, very early on, put a lot of thought into what I was going to do, and uh, it, it paid off. The win was Keselowski's fourth of 2020 and moved the 2012 champ into the round of 12. Bristol Motor Speedway was the host for the third and final clash of the round of 16, the grueling 500-lap Bass Pro Shops NRA night race. Starting fourth and ninth respectively, Kevin Harvick and Kyle Busch were the class of the field. With 32 laps to go, Harvick took the lead from Busch and held on for his second win of the playoffs and his ninth of the season. Yeah, we had a, just a really really good uh, Bush Light Ford Mustang tonight. Um, I got it a little dinged up with 50 or 60 laps to go. I knocked a hole in the nose and you know made it a made it a little too tight through the center of the corner but turned into a heck of a race you know in and out of traffic there with Kyle he got me and then uh, hold the lead there there till the end so just uh, really proud of, of everybody that they for everything that they've done all year and just continuing to fight and um, you know, there's there's not many races that you can win or like like winning here at the Bristol Night Race. So uh, that was that was a lot of fun. As the checkers fell, so did contenders Cole Custer, Matt DiBenedetto, Ryan Blaney, and William Byron, all cut from the playoff ranks. The round of 12 kicked off in Sin City with a South Point 400 at the 1.5 mile Las Vegas Motor Speedway. Kevin Harvick started on the pole but quickly faded, opening the door for Chase Elliott to take the early lead. On lap 31, Denny Hamlin took command and continued to swap the top spot until 31 to go when an untimely caution amid green flag pit stops caught Hamlin on pit road, transferring the lead to Kurt Busch, who had yet to pit. Busch drove on to swap the lead with Matt Benedetto and then survived a green-white checker finish to finally win in his native Las Vegas. This is like a huge break. This is like having all your chips in on a roulette number and it came up one. It came up our number and we doubled down. Uh, we had a good pit stop to hold our track position. Uh, we had to battle to Benedetto on some of those restarts. I pulled out uh, a few drag racing tricks on him. Used, uh, I used our strengths against his weaknesses. And at, at the end, I mean, to, to again, have 20 years of this track kicking my butt, it, it did the same thing tonight. After lap 200, I'm like, really again? You know, I'm going to have to battle, 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 maybe to get to 10th. And we had no stage points tonight either. So that yellow was a huge break for us. It's the road to the cup, and we've still got more to come. Progressive presents the sounds of the old world. The year is 2019, and someone is waiting for the previews to start in a movie theater. Hey, you want anything? Popcorn? Soda? 
No, nothing. This has been The Sounds of the Old World. Brought to you by Progressive, where drivers can still switch and save like it's 2019. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Whelan designs and manufactures reliable and powerful warning lights, white illumination lighting, sirens, controllers, and high-powered warning systems for automotive, aviation, and mass notification industries worldwide. Every part of every Whelan product is proudly designed and manufactured in America and is tested on site to meet the toughest industry certifications. On the road, in the air, and around the world, Whelan is trusted to be seen, trusted to be heard, trusted to perform. It's our annual Road to the Cup, and we've got more next. This is NASCAR Live on the Motor Racing Network, the voice of NASCAR. For more than 80 years, Detroit Diesel has been the legendary driving force powering Freightliner and Western Star trucks across North America. Through our state-of-the-art Detroit technologies and components and safety systems, we've earned our customers' trust as a reliable business partner dedicated to improving their bottom line. It's no wonder they continue to depend on Detroit to keep them safe and efficient on the road. When you demand it all, demand Detroit. Jeff Gordon has come from virtually nowhere. He's one of NASCAR's all-time greats. For the 93rd time in his career. A pioneering champion. Be at the right place at the right time. The kid who took on the good old boys and changed NASCAR. We started to go toe-to-toe from Earnhardt. MRN presents a 10-part podcast series that traces Jeff Gordon's rise to NASCAR legend. Jeff Gordon, the colorful career of the Rainbow Warrior. Available now at MRN.com and your favorite podcast source. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. It's the road to the cup. Let's get back to it. As wild card races go, the Yellowwood 500 on the 2.66-mile Talladega Super Speedway promised to be a wild one. One all teams fear and respect as an opportunity to move on to the next round. With 59 lead changes among 18 drivers, Dega delivered. As the green flew in Alabama, Denny Hamlin hauled the field off to turn one and stayed out front until lap 16 when the lead swapping began. With three laps to go in stage one, the first playoff contender fell on hard times as Eric Almarola met with misfortune on the back straightaway. Leaders off two, onto the back straightaway. Everybody, oh, and now it's Almarola, they'll get turned right in front of the face of the field. Kyle Busch is around. Ryan Blaney ha- is in involved as well. Everybody's scattering, and one car pinned under the Eric Almarola car. That is Alex Bowman. As the clash passed the halfway mark, Chase Elliott was on point, and the field was getting dicey. Then it was on. A multi-car crash, eliminating playoff contenders Kurt Busch and Clint Boyer. Oh, we got trouble. Jimmy Johnson's involved. Kurt Busch is involved up in the air. The caution flag is out. A number of cars involved right here at the start-finish line. With five laps to go, a final caution set up the first of three attempts at a green-white checkered finish. Trioval and they're crashing. Kyle Busch, Joey Logano in the crash, Tyler Reddick, Kevin Harvick gets a big piece of it. They did not take the white flag. We will have another green-white checker. The leader did not get to the line as we crash and spin for a record-setting Talladega 12th time here today. On the final lap, Denny Hamlin rallied from sixth 
to first to win his seventh race of the season. Racing back to the checkered flag, Denny Hamlin on the inside, Matt DiBenedetto on the outside, William Byron, Ty Dillon right there at the line. Who's going to win? The scoring monitor shows Denny Hamlin has won again at Talladega. The margin of victory, 23 one-hundredths of a second. Yeah, this is one of those that, you know, you don't plan on winning, but we, we got away with one today. The playoff round of 12 came to a close at the Charlotte Road Course, where four drivers would be eliminated from contention. Ty Dillon, driving his number 13 Chevy, earned the stage one victory, while Ryan Blaney notched the stage two win. But it would be a familiar name in Chase Elliott who would continue his mastery of road courses, cruising in the final 18 laps as he held off second place finisher Joey Logano by a near four second cushion. And yeah, no, we definitely don't show up just expecting to be good. We, we show up trying to be better than we were last time, and I thought we did that today. So I thought our car was better than it was here last year. I thought I, thought I was better than I, I was last year and didn't pile drive the barriers this time, so that was good and um, was able to finish it off the right way. The win for Elliott marked his fourth consecutive victory on road courses, including his second straight at the Charlotte Roval. The Roval race ended playoff runs for reigning Cup Series champion Kyle Busch, marking the first time that a reigning series champion did not make it to the round of eight. The loss would also mean that Bush would be absent from the sports championship four for the first time in six years. Austin Dillon and Eric Almarola also had their seasons come to a close, along with Clint Boyer, who despite a top 10 finish, was unable to advance, concluding his final chance at being crowned the Cup Series champion. The playoff round of eight began at Kansas Speedway on a balmy Sunday afternoon as the remaining eight playoff contenders battled on, knowing a victory would lock them into the final four and the championship race. Despite starting in the second position, Joey Logano got off to an auspicious start. Well, Joey Logano has radioed in that the back end of that race car wants to come around on him, so they lost the handling that they had a little earlier. Chase Elliott had no issues at the start, as he would carry over the momentum from Charlotte earning the stage one victory. Green and white checkered flag in the air, and stage number one belongs to Chase Elliott. Denny Hamlin would go on to win stage two, but his hopes and dreams of earning an automatic spot in the championship four had a wall between them. Ryan Blaney would drift wide, and Hamlin does too. Hamlin may have bounced it off of the safer barrier. He did. Denny Hamlin's got damage on the right rear corner of his race car. Hamlin wouldn't be the only playoff driver whose day would go up in smoke at Kansas. Treble turn one, up in smoke goes Kurt Busch. He hangs onto it, almost spun the car out midway between one and two. She struggled for about two laps, and now it's over for the Monster Energy Chevrolet. With both Bush and Hamlin out of contention, Kevin Harvick appeared to be on his way to victory in Kansas, until Joey Logano beat him off pit road. Side by side, Harvick and Logano for the lead off two. All that shoving, Logano needs more. Here's Logano. He will get another shove. Logano will get shoved to the lead. Harvick and Blaney now side by side for second. After taking the lead, Logano would spend the final 45 laps strategically trying to hold off Harvick's advances. Here they come now. It's Logano and Harvick with Bowman hovering in third for the final time in turn number three. Logano's going to take it right down the middle of the racetrack. Lap traffic ahead. One more shot for Harvick off the corner. J.J. Ailey's lap car is there. Joey Logano goes to the outside. Here comes Harvick. It's not going to be enough. And Joey Logano wins the Hollywood Casino 400 at Kansas Speedway. 
The win clinched Joey Logano as the first driver into the championship four, placing him in his familiar underdog role. For the other seven, it was time to place their focus on Texas Motor Speedway for their chance at a spot in the championship The second leg of the round of eight would bring us to Texas Motor Speedway. The only issue would be rain postponing the race. Not once, not twice, but three times, marking a Wednesday evening start. In total, 72 hours, 28 minutes, and 34 seconds would come and go in between red flags at the Cup Series races in Kansas and Texas. After days of delays, Kyle Busch, previously eliminated during the round of 12, would steal the show. Bush, opting to pit early, used every trough in his tank of gas to take the final 66 laps, outpacing Joe Gibbs' racing teammate and playoff contender, Martin Truex Jr. You know, we had to save fuel that entire last stage. You know, the, the beginning of the final stage, we were saving fuel there towards the end once once Boyer had to pit. And then, um, you know, the after the pit stop, the entirety after the, the final pit stop, I was saving fuel as well, too. So there was a lot on, on my mind and, and things that we were trying to do and accomplish, obviously, with uh, trying to stretch it. We made it, so all, all doesn't matter now. Running out of fuel during a celebratory burnout, Bush gladly traded the embarrassment in favor of extending his streak of seasons with at least one victory to 16, placing him two years behind the all-time Cup Series record. Bush's win would mean the final seven contenders still in the hunt for the championship four would need to place all of their chips on Martinsville. The conclusion of the road to the cup is coming up next. Hey, this is Steve Post, the postman with MRN, and I love a good night of sleep. Check this out. The price on a premium queen MyPillow is only $29.98. Go to MyPillow.com, choose the proper level of support you want for your pillow, purchase, and it will show up on your doorstep. Save $40 off the regular price of a queen-size premium MyPillow. There's no limit on this $29.98 offer. Kings are only $5 more. Use promo code MRN at MyPillow.com and be sure to click on the radio listener special square. These pillows won't go flat. You can wash and dry them as many times as you want, and they maintain their shape, and they're made in the USA. It's the lowest price ever, and they make great Christmas gifts. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the Radio Listener Special Square, use promo code MRN, or call 800-893-0986. That's MyPillow.com, click on the Radio Listener Special Square, use promo code MRN, or call 800-893-0986. Don't delay. Order today. This is NASCAR Live. Now, back to Mike Bagley. We're closing in on the championship race at Phoenix on this year's Road to the Cup. The final leg of the round of eight and the last three spots in the championship four came down to Martinsville Speedway. Denny Hamlin, a seven-time winner on the season, inched closer to championship contention, taking stage one. Green and white checkered flag waves at the start-finish line. Denny Hamlin picks up the stage win. While things were looking good for one playoff contender, things were going terribly wrong for another. Trouble on the backstretch. Kevin Harvick is slowing down. One of our playoff drivers has slowed, and he's coming to pit lane. Harvick's tire issue would force him into a green flag pit stop and leave him in catch-up mode for the remainder of the afternoon. Down but not out. 
Kevin Harvick would find himself back in the race thanks to a caution flag. And the driver that gets the free pass is Kevin Harvick. He's back on the lead lap. After being oh so close in previous years, Chase Elliott would comfortably cruise to victory and into the championship four. Chase Elliott will race for a championship next week. Who will join him as Elliott wins here? Behind Elliott, the final two spots were still up for grabs. And what transpired was one of the most dramatic finishes of the season. Here it comes, Brad Keselowski. He'll come across the line and finish fourth. Further back, eyes are on Kevin Harvick, and they're crashing. Kyle Busch and Harvick crash. Harvick will not get to the finish line. Hamlin passes him. Denny Hamlin will get in to the playoffs. Kevin Harvick will not make the playoffs. Finishing 17th, Harvick, the regular season champion, would fall 8 points and 25 feet shy of the championship four. Benefiting from Harvick's final lap disaster would be Denny Hamlin and Brad Keselowski as the two snagged the final spots for the season's final race in Phoenix. After 35 races in a year flipped upside down because of a pandemic, it all came down to the Phoenix Raceway for the championship four. Chase Elliott, Joey Logano, Brad Keselowski, and Denny Hamlin's dream of a 2020 NASCAR Cup Series championship was only 312 laps away. A failed pre-race inspection found Elliott and his number nine car at the rear to start, but it didn't take him long to be back in the thick of the race. Elliott now has found his way towards that top 10. Here he goes, diving to the bottom, trying to take the 10th spot away. Elliott, Elliott not the only driver running the bottom of the racetrack, but he's the only driver able to do it with stability. Rear end of that machine, solid as a rock coming off on the bottom of the racetrack. While the rest of the championship four found themselves holding the lead at one point in the final race, Denny Hamlin was having his own issues. Denny absolutely is fighting a loose condition on the race car, especially entering turn number one. He just can't hustle that race car. He just can't get back on the gas off from the turns as well, and it's been a bit of a struggle. Having led 125 of the first 269 laps, Joey Logano effectively dominated the early stages, but he would lose his lead for good with 43 to go. Here they come to the back straightaway. This could be for the race win and the championship. Elliott is on Logano's back bumper to the inside of three as he shoves him into the corner. And that pushes Joey Logano high. Here comes Chase Elliott off the corner. New race leader is Chase Elliott. Despite having to start in the back of the field, Chase Elliott had battled all the way back and his first championship was finally in sight. Hendrick Motorsports and driver Chase Elliott looking for the checkered flag, it's out. Chase Elliott wins at Phoenix. Chase Elliott scores the 2020 NASCAR Cup Series championship. Elliott's comeback win made his childhood dream of becoming a NASCAR Cup Series champion come true. At the age of 24, Elliott is the third youngest champion in series history and the youngest in 25 years. So proud of this team, so proud of everybody that has played a role in my career. Um, unbelievable. The victory for Elliott signaled that one of NASCAR's youngest stars had finally arrived at the Sports Mountain Peak. As the 2020 season came to a close, Jimmy Johnson, a seven-time Cup Series champion, and Elliott embraced in victory lane, officially passing the torch to the next generation of NASCAR. And there you have it, my friends. It's the 2020 NASCAR Cup Series Road to the Cup. From all of us here at Motor Racing Network, we hope you have a safe and happy Thanksgiving, and we look forward to seeing you back here next week on NASCAR Live. I'm Mike Bagley, and until then, so long, everybody.
NASCAR Live is a production of the Motor Racing Network with studios in Concord, North Carolina, and was brought to you by Hercules Tires, right on our strength, and by Blue Emu Maximum Pain Relief, the official pain relief cream of the Motor Racing Network. Blue Emu is family-owned and manufactured here in America. It works fast, and you won't stink. Today's broadcast was produced by Alexa Henrian, Julian Council, and Rich Cobra. The executive producer for MRN is Ryan Horn. Remember to visit MRN.com for all the latest news and information. NASCAR Live is produced under an exclusive license with NASCAR. Any use of the accounts or descriptions contained in this broadcast must be with the express written permission of NASCAR and the Motor Racing Network. Ruoff Mortgage wants to welcome you home with their fast and stress-free mortgage process. Ruoff knows that when you're ready to move, you want to keep things moving. From the moment you start, Ruoff makes sure the process moves quickly, often twice as fast as other lenders, so you can close quickly and settle in sooner. Visit Ruoff.com to learn how you can qualify for the fastest loan of your life. That's Ruoff, R-U-O-F-F.com.